Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education Podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. My name is Eric Van Dusen from Data Science Undergraduate Studies in the Division of Computing, Data Science, and Society at UC Berkeley, and I'll be leading our conversation today. And my name is Kalechi Nebadam, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping out today too. Hi, today we got Mahmoud Harding with us today. Uh, could you give us uh, an introduction to yourself and what you're currently working on? So my name is Mahmoud Harding. I teach at the North Carolina School of Science and Math. It is located in Durham, North Carolina. It is a public residential STEM-focused high school. We accept students throughout the state of North Carolina from grades 11 and 12. Our student population is made up of an equal proportion of students from the congressional districts. And this year, we just opened a new campus in Morganton, which is near Asheville in the mountain area of North Carolina. Right now, we offer a Foundations of Data Science course that is based on the course at UC Berkeley, your Data 8 course. That course is considered an interdisciplinary academic requirement at the Durham campus where I teach. But the students at the Morganton campus, it is a required course that they must all take. The difference between the way the course is run in Durham and in Morganton is that in the Durham campus, the course is mainly taught by people in the math department. Whereas on the Morganton campus, we have instructors from various departments who work with Taylor Gibson, who is the Dean of Data Science and Interdisciplinary Studies and he leads them all in coordinating the efforts in teaching that course. Nice. So um, tell us about the students at, at, the, at this like high school. Like they some have some pretty advanced, uh, they've, they're sort of like an advanced set of students and they're entering data science as like, a, as like an advanced topic or, or are they a cross-section of students? So um, about four years ago, when Taylor and I decided to take the leap and do a data science course, one of the things that we intentionally made as a requirement was for a course to have a low bar of entry, but a high probability of success. So we have students who come to our campus who are very advanced in mathematics. They've completed calculus. They're doing linear algebra, multivariate variable calculus, graph theory, research in mathematics. But because North Carolina is such a, a, a big state and there's very different sort of regions that have very different um, levels of resources for students, we have a wide range of students when they come in in terms of their mathematical background. So we wanted a course that was open to as many students as possible to provide them with a gateway into things like computing and statistics. So our course is designed for students who have no prior programming experience and no background in statistics. And what we've seen 
so far over the four years that we've taught the course is that the first batch of students were heavily advanced programmers. They had all done AP stats. And as the course became more popular, we noticed that students were enrolling who had never done any coding before. So to make sure that the students who were advanced had some landing spot, we took the materials and the structure of your Data 100 course and we offered that for our more advanced students. Nice. Um, so one thing that, that you know you and I talked about in person when you were out here in June was this idea of that data science education has this idea to like engage people with compelling topics and get them involved and then they learn to code and then they learn like the inferential approach uh, as opposed to learning coding through video games, for example. Um, can you comment how you see that playing out with the students that you teach? So it's interesting that this interview is occurring today because one of the things that we've noticed is that the structure of our Jupyter Notebooks is heavily scaffolded. And that's because we know that students are entering into this course with not a lot of background uh, in programming or statistics. But what we've learned is that when we remove some of the scaffolding, the students become even more engaged. So one of the things that we did was we took a survey and I said, okay, we're gonna do a presentation the first slide, we're gonna do a data fest style. The first slide, group name, second slide, what do you think you're rock solid in in the course? And the third slide, what do you think you wanna improve in? And many of the groups said, you know, they didn't have a good grasp of how the inferential part worked and how to know what test to use and how to program it. So we went out and found a data set. And this data set is about, um, the average amount someone, uh, the amount of money someone spent, the number of purchases they made, whether they were in group A or B, depending on what website they saw when they entered the, the, the site to purchase, whether they were using an Android or an iPhone. And it was completely open and they had to explore the data. So they had to use some of their techniques in wrangling and visualizations. Then they had to come up with a problem statement. Then they had to come up with some kind of hypothesis that they wanted to make. And then they had to come up with a way to programmatically um, investigate that hypothesis. And we spent, this was day three, and it was the most engaging experience that I've seen other than when we do labs. Labs are generally very engaging, students are working together. But the idea that they had to start from scratch and work their way through it, I think it was a very important lesson for them to sort of bring everything together that they had been working on in a way where they had some support for me and they had support from other students in their group. And it was really interesting just to see some of the things that they were doing and some of the ways that they approached the problem. It brought up lots of great conversations and those kinds of activities are very much aligned with the way that we view math at the School of Science and Math is that we want students to think deeply about it. So in order for them to think deeply about it, they have to engage in topics that are real life topics, not contrived examples made up in the back of an exercise set in a textbook. And so when we set these, um, set up these sort of workspaces for them 
to investigate, that, that's when you get the most out of them. And I think the students really enjoyed it. And uh, what I did for this particular activity is I went to a couple of the AP stats teachers. We're gonna do video, pre we're gonna do presentations on uh, next week. And so we're gonna have some of the teachers come in and watch the presentations. And uh, I'm really excited about that. That is so cool. Um, I, I really love the way you're like, you, you yourself are using some scaffold of a course you've been teaching, but you're like, you know, you're building new stuff there. Another thing that we talked about last summer when I chatted with you was you were talking about running a workshop to train other high school educators about like this data science approach to teaching. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Well, coming to the summer um, workshop was one of the best experiences I had because what a high school community needs that they don't always have access to like we do. We're a very niche sort of high school. We're not under the Department of Public Instruction. We're under the uh, leadership of the UNC system. So we're part of the like UNC, NC State, Wake Forest. And so we have connections to universities and universities sort of resources that other high schools don't have. But when I came to the workshop, what you realize is that you meet people from all over. And I met uh, Julia and she works at uh, UCI. And so she was really excited about the things that we're doing. And so with her and I brought Taylor in, we're gonna offer a summer uh, workshop one week in our Morganton campus on how to teach data science. Because when I was at the workshop this summer, what, what I recognized is that people were asking me, so how do you do it? You have these notebooks. How do you construct a lesson? How do you grade it? Do you give tests? What? And so it really made me think that it would be great to tell high school teachers, wow, look, here's a data science course, but then what do I do with it? What infrastructures do I use? And so this summer, our plan is to have teachers working in groups, working through the notebooks that we use, um, working through the Data 8 notebooks, and then we're going to have afternoon sessions where teachers learn how to design a notebook and then have other sessions where they can present their design notebook as a lesson. And then we want to have other working groups where teachers who may have had some experience teaching data science and they have a great idea. Well, how do we put it into a Jupyter notebook and make it auto-graded and turn it into a new lab or a new homework or a new project? And so what I like to pitch it as is going to be the most engaging, dynamic data science workshop on the East Coast. We're going to have teachers working together, building these lessons, and we hope to create this big community where we can share ideas like the one that I'm doing now and someone can take it and make it better. And we have a, a, a group of people who are committed to giving students in high school engaging data science lessons. Yeah, that is really exciting to hear. I guess just to touch a bit more on the fact that you're trying to figure out how to expand access to high schoolers or to high schools, what are some of the obstacles that you've found when you're trying to expand access to data science education more broadly and relatedly have you thought a bit more about expanding your approach to a more traditional high school context so there's two pieces to that 
The first piece is infrastructure. So because we're at the School of Science and Math, we have access to computing resources that a typical high school won't be able to get. And we know that that can be an impediment for people implementing data science in high schools. And so one of the things that we want to be able to do as a high school is to work with other universities and other business partners in the area to provide access to these resources. So one of Taylor's responsibilities is to sort of build these partnerships and utilize the resources that they're offering in a way to not only strengthen our program, but to provide access to other schools throughout North Carolina. Uh, I also teach courses, uh, intro to R and Python course at the Data Science Academy at NC State. And so we're working with uh, the Science House at NC State, the Friday Institute, and other programs that they have that are outreach for schools throughout North Carolina to think about how can we sort of get data science in the minds of teachers and schools in North Carolina. And I'm also working on a project through a professional development opportunity called Amplifying Statistics and Data Science in Classrooms. And because I'm from North Carolina and Durham is really close to where I'm from, a small town, Oxford, North Carolina, shout out to Oxford, North Carolina. I'm working with two teachers from my home high school and we're trying, my vision, is to sort of introduce them to the idea of just using data in your math and your science class to enrich lessons that you already do. And our goal is to try to get them involved in this data science workshop to then think about going back to their high school and maybe doing one or two lessons a semester. How could we in introduce data science into a ninth grade math classroom or a ninth grade earth science classroom or a physical science classroom. And then from there, if the interest increase, then thinking about having a data science club. And then from there, maybe having a data science elective. And the plan seems it's long form and it takes time. But what I don't want to happen is to just throw a bunch of stuff at high school teachers and they're like, eh, it's too much, I don't want to do it. I want it to be an organic part of the things that they already do. That's really cool. I actually used to tutor for Data 8 here at Berkeley and I feel like one of the more common experiences that I had with students was that they would come into data eight not really understanding what like data science was and then afterwards they would come out of it kind of trying to see if maybe data science is what they want to major in or minor in so I'm kind of curious to know if you have any examples of a student where you feel like your data science classes affected their academic choices afterwards tons of them so the data science class has given academic street cred to statistics. When students say, what are you taking next year? They say AP stats. AP stats? Yeah, yeah, because I like data science. Oh, okay. It's such a logical thing to do. I want to learn more about stats because I've done this data science course. We have had students who take our foundations of data science course and they're using the skills that they learn in their other courses. I've had students come back to me and say, I have this data set about the level of the Mississippi River, but I forgot the command to make a plot. How do I do it? 
Uh, I've had a student come back to me that was working with somebody in the Department of Chemistry and they were looking at dog, different dog foods for puppies. And they were like, didn't we do this A-B testing thing? How, I forgot how to do it, can you help me out? And I'm like, sure. And what we've done is sort of on a smaller scale tried to implement the things that are done at UC Berkeley and now we have data science tutors. And so our data science TAs meet with us on a week, weekly basis. We go over what we're doing. We kind of guide them on how to help students and how to ask questions to get students to be engaged. We also have seen an uptick in our online data science course. Um, from the data science course that we had last year, we took three teams of students to compete in the North Carolina Data Fest where uh, we had data on internet access for places for all of North Carolina and they had to investigate it and do a five minute presentation, three slides on what could be done to improve internet access in, throughout all of North Carolina. Uh, we have a group of students who I taught last year who wanted to go even further than our advanced data science course and they developed a data science forum so over the summer, they looked at the topics that they wanted to discuss and we planned and we had a Google Doc and we made slides. So I have two students who are seniors who lead three other students in the data science forum and they start talking about other machine learning kinds of things. And, and so I feel like this course has sort of spawned off in many different directions. And we have students sort of engaging not only in our data science course, but using those skills in other courses, as well as using those skills outside of the classroom. And on a last note, one of my students from last year was in a club. I think the club was Girls Who Code. They took their data science skills and went to a nonprofit to analyze their data as one of their outreach opportunities. So I think what this course does for people who have never done computing or even thought about statistics, it empowers them in a way that they have a skill that whatever they think that they're interested in or whatever kinds of activities they wanna engage in, if they see that there's data, well, they can load a table and they can do things with that data and they can try to make inference, they can do testing, they can just explore it. And it gives them a different confidence, you know, about the, the things that they're, that they're able to do. And so I like to classify it as a gateway course. So it opens the gate for you to go in many different directions in mathematics and science. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like that's a really great way to put it. I feel like data eight and introductory data science courses are a great gateway into the world of computing. Um, I know you've been super busy trying to plan this workshop and pairing up with high school teachers in order to get data science into other high schools. But if you did have the time to develop a new class, what class would you develop? That's an interesting question. I think I have a two-part answer. Part one is that I would like to continue to develop lessons and gather data to extend the reach of our foundations, of course, and our advanced data science course. I think the data that's in these courses, when we first started doing them, were centered around things that are 
relevant to Berkeley and to California. And over the course of the years we've been teaching it, uh, Taylor and I and others have sort of infused data that's relevant to North Carolina. And so as we've been teaching these courses, um, all of these ideas have come into my in my head about things that we could do to make a lab a little bit different or to make a homework different or to change up a project. And that's one of the goals that we have in mind for the summer institute that we're going to have on how to teach data science. Part two, as the answer to that question, is I would like to develop a course in digital humanities. So one of the things that I'm really interested in is history. So it's one of my hobbies to read about history, especially American history. So maybe a course that looks at different periods in American history and look at the data that's available and maybe sort of try to describe those periods through the lens of what kind of data are available for analyzing. For example, we could look at the period in time prior to the Civil War, the events that led up to the Civil War, what was America like after the Civil War. Uh, we could look at the Industrial Age. Um, we could also look at stuff that may be a little more relevant, like recent, like the dot-com era, how that impacted um, America and what kind of data is available from that. So something along that lines where we take data science and extend its reach beyond what people would think in terms of just being in a math classroom or a computing classroom. And so if I could do anything, it would be those two things. That's really cool. Well, we've gotten to the end of our interview. And at the end, we like to ask every interviewee the same question. And that question is, do you have any parting thoughts or words of wisdom for data science educators around the world? So one of the things that I think is happening is that we're tr in the high school, there's a push to sort of define what data science should be and define what a student should learn. But I look at data science as an open canvas and it can be whatever you need it to be for your school. So for our school, it really means something different than it would mean for a school that may not have the types of students that we have. So data science is not just for advanced students who get accepted to a public residential high school in North Carolina. It's for any student who's willing to take a chance to try to learn something that they don't know. And the data that you use for that coursework should have some connection to the students that you're working with. And when that happens, that really empowers the students because not only are they learning computing and they're learning things about inference, but now they're learning things about their community, their, um, the world. And I fear that if you try to standardize what someone will learn, then you put a sort of a, a cap on what students are capable of. So I think that the foundational skills of computing and uh, inferential thinking are there, but I really feel like you should make it whatever your community needs. And I would really like to see when teachers decide, okay, we're gonna do data science, that they do it in a way 
that's empowering for their students, not necessarily the way that we do it. And I think that that would be the advice that I would give anyone who's thinking about high school data science. Thank you. That was great. Fantastic. Awesome. Thanks for those words. You, re- you, you really like have like an inspirational vision for other folks here. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts. And join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.